Hey, Presar. Hello. Guess what? What? We are now starting the show. We are starting the show right now. And it right is episode now, this very minute. 357. That is what episode we are. 357. Where is Master Chief? We are this Xbox Life. I've already are you sure it's 357 and not 356? Where is Master Chief? Well, you guys did 356 last week, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at 356 on Twitch. Oh, I changed it. Are you sure? Uh, what a pain. I know. Update. All right, it's being updated right now. You know Wing's going to yell at us when he comes back nah, from being at assignment company. Hey, it's all good. It's all good. So, um, like I said, we're this Xbox Life. That is pre-SAR. Rob, I am Brun, BJ Swig 33 And uh, um, Mark, Wingman709, is not with us tonight. He is... In thirty thousand feet right now, probably right. He's in the air. He's flying home. So, yeah, from E three. <laughs> He's been flying for a very long time from E yes. three. <laughs> yes. So, but uh, we have some things to talk about. So we're gonna have a good show. Enjoy enjoy our our company together. Uh, do of you course, know college football started tonight? Are you excited it about did. college football? No, I'm not. I'm indifferent. Yeah. Well, I'm a big college football fan. And uh, so my team is starting out in a good position, although I never like when we start in this position because we never seem to end in that position when we start in that position. (laughs) Is your your, uh, favorite college football team the uh, Chicago Bulls? No, it is not. About uh, the Chicago Blackhawks? Uh, I like the Blackhawks. I don't mind the Blackhawks. That's who I followed before I became a Blue Jackets fan. But, ah, that's hockey. I got you. Yes, yes. I know, I know. No, yes. I'm, of course, a Buckeyes fan. Everybody knows that. Of um, course. You know, Any a, long-time listener knows. Yeah, yeah, from the great state of Ohio. So, <laughs> you know, in Ohio, you pretty much have Ohio State fans. Uh, you have some Michigan fans. Um, and you have some OU fans. Some people like Texas. I got some friends that are Texas fans. Um but uh, not very many SEC fans. There's some Florida fans. So, yeah, we're all over the place here. But uh, majority is Ohio State, of course. But uh, yes, so they they play Monday. So. But uh, all right. So uh, before we get started, every week uh, I know this is Thursday. We are delayed a day. That is my fault. Um, I didn't get home. So what it is, like, you know, we went and visited another workplace to see some things that they're doing, and uh, it was toward the end of the day. Didn't get out of there until 6. Uh, it was on the other side of Columbus, uh, where I currently work. <laughs> so it took me, like, two hours to get home. I rolled in about 8.30 and still had to do, like, everything that I normally do on Wednesdays before I even start setting up for the show. So there was just no time. I actually finished all that stuff four minutes before we would have started the show. So, okay. and, it, and it takes me a good half hour to get set up sometimes, but, uh, you're high maintenance. Yeah, I know. So we're recording this Thursday. Um, and you know, normally you can catch us here every Wednesday at 10 PM Eastern. And, uh, and then the, uh, podcast or the MP3 version, uh, you can be downloaded, uh, typically the very next day. So, which I'm pretty sure it's going to be available tomorrow. Yeah. 
Usually within 24 hours. Yeah, within 24 hours. So, but, uh, all right. Let's start off with uh, what we've been playing. So, what have you been playing? Okay, I'll I'll start it off here. So, uh, I've continued some Forza Horizon. This is something that I've been playing with my son. And I think I mentioned it last show that, uh, well, he's seven and he's uh, just tinkering a little bit, uh, you know, having some frustrations learning how to drive considering he's, what, eight years prior to actually learning the real deal. Uh, <laughs> so it's uh, a steep learning curve, I'm sure. And I'm proud to say that he's actually winning first place in races, which is awesome. I, I'm, I'm very pleased. Awesome. I've been telling him, stick with it. It's going to be you know a little challenging initially, a little hard to get it. And he was getting last place and such, and then he started moving up in the ranks, and he's actually learning how to drive the cars pretty good. Right. So that's my boy. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. So. What What's funny though is that he wins these races and he gets money, and so far he's bought I think every single Corvette <laughs> in the store that he could buy, and I'm like, what are you doing? Just save your money, win cars. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's enjoying the game a lot, and it, it's cool to see a little guy be all excited and, uh, you know, racing and actually doing a, a, an awesome job. So, good job, little bud. So, I think, I think the next thing you're going to mention is, is what people might be interesting, interested into, into hearing about your opinion. So Ah, and is that maybe with some demo that came out? Two days ago, three days ago, yeah. Which I just found out about today. Haven't even downloaded oh, really? it yet. I'll, I'll have to start to kick off, kick it off before I go to bed tonight. I just haven't gotta, had time. I haven't had time to do anything. So, because you got to stop playing that Rocket League game. Oh well, that's... I haven't played any games this entire week, so that's yeah. been very busy. So, so but uh, the game that we're talking about here is Forza Six. The demo just came out. On September 1st, I think it was, which would have been Tuesday. Tuesday? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that came out on Tuesday. And uh, it was a fairly sizable download. It actually came down fairly quickly uh, compared to some other things. <laughs> and um, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about it briefly here. So it's, uh, you know, the next version of the Forza franchise, and this is not Forza Horizon, this is regular Forza. So it's a little more serious, and it's track racing versus kind of like open world, go wherever you want type of racing. Now, for the Xbox One, we had Forza 5, which came out almost two years ago, right? Yeah, it was, I think it's the beginning of the console. Yeah, I don't think it was a launch title, but it was shortly thereafter, if I remember right. Right. So Forza 5, which I did not get, um, but I did play it on, they had, I think, like a free weekend or something. Right. I thought I played it then. But anyway, so I did not get Forza 5, but I did get Forza Horizon because I really like Forza Horizon. I like the more arcadey style of games as opposed to the really serious you know, get down, tweak everything. I, I really don't care for those games. And that's why I never liked the NASCAR games that they've had over the past, I don't know, 10, 15 years. Turn and, left. Turn left. Yeah, yes. <laughs> T- 
turn left. Okay, let's do this race again, and I'll see if I can adjust the suspension slightly and put yeah. two more psi of air. No, I did that. I don't have. I I, I don't have the patience for that. Okay. I just can't do that. So uh, I gave Forza six a try, and uh, when you start off the game, there's actually a pretty cool little demo. Not demo. Pretty cool little video that they have where it's a bunch of kids and it shows like competition and. You know, maybe they're going to grow up to be race car drivers and such. Right. And it was kind of a neat little video. I enjoyed that. And then the game started. So from what you pretty much or what you're pretty much going to expect from Forza is you got that same thing in this game. It's track racing, different kinds of cars. You know, you come from like um, you start in the beginning with, uh, you know, like street cars. And then I chose the. Subaru uh, WRX. I think it was uh, just an Impreza WRX, or WRX, not an STI, which uh, it, this car looks just like a car that my buddy Jay had back in the day. So I had to choose his car, to, you know, just to relive the, some fond, fond memories. But anyway, okay. so you, you choose a car and you do a bunch of races and it kind of guides you along uh, through a bunch of different races and, uh, you're, you're again racing that uh, car that you choose, and then it gives you like a side race at the Indianapolis uh, 500 course down in Indiana. Sorry, I don't know what that course is the called. Brickyard. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. Well, that's the NASCAR version of it, but yeah. But anyway, so you're in an Indy car. Wow, that was intense. That car's tearing through there at like 225 uh, miles an hour. And I got up in front of everybody. And then it was like wide open. Just yeah. again, you know, go fast, uh, turn left. So you're at Indianapolis. So you're in an IndyCar. It's Indianapolis yeah. 500. That would be the race that you were probably. Yeah, but you're doing. This was the Indianapolis 7. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> you do seven laps. Oh, okay. Not 500. Okay. Sorry, the Brickyard is the uh, NASCAR race at okay. Indianapolis. Okay, sorry. Okay, so could, this could be a different track then. I don't know. But anyway, so this was kind of interesting. So I get out in front of everybody, and there was something like 24 cars. Get out in front of everybody, and it's just wide open, just tearing through there. It was almost like too much. I, I didn't think I could react fast enough. There was like a little motion blur. Things were kind of shaky, just how I would imagine like the real car would be. So... In terms of realism, this game is actually pretty sweet. I mean, I think it captures realism in racing more so than just about any other car racing game that I've ever played personally. Very cool. And I'm very pleased with that aspect. So visuals, top-notch. Physics looks like it's top-notch. And honestly, that's that's what you'd pretty much expect from Forza. Right. So anyway, to finish my story real quick, so I pretty much lapped everybody, and I started approaching the the tail cars uh, in the race, and it's like, oh no, what do I do now? I have to go around people, <laughs> and it was like I was like panicking almost, like I don't want to slow down, but I got to go around people because mm-hmm. <laughs> you know when you're going 200, I you know you really don't want to bump cars, and uh, when I play Forza Horizon, I play very dirty. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's I I use other cars to help myself get through turns. <laughs> Instead of bumping into the outside wall, 
I go on the inside and I bump into whoever's in the middle of the trap. Yeah, so they protect you from hitting the wall because you're putting them into the wall? Is that the way it works? <laughs> I don't even know what happens to them. All I know is I slam into them, I stay through the turn, and then they're gone. They're behind me. <laughs> Why does the yellow they... flag come out every time I go around a corner? <laughs> yeah. And so watch out for my Drivatar uh, when, whenever, you, whenever you see it. It'll probably be pretty nasty in the turns. Otherwise, I'm sh- I would think it's pretty pretty okay because I'm okay outside of the turns. In the turns, oh look out! But uh, yeah, so uh, I-, I played the indie race, and then uh, after that, it takes you into the night. Oh, actually, it wasn't nighttime, but it was the rain. Okay, the rain was actually pretty cool. Uh, it was, uh, you know, the rain hasn't been done too much in a lot of games, but they did a really nice job. And, uh, that's something that they kind of made a big deal of over the, the past couple of months. Yeah. Yeah. I'll definitely, uh, actually I, I download, I kicked off the download here from my yes, PC. Excellent. Hopefully it starts off and maybe I'll try it tonight. I don't know. Now I'm interested in playing it. So yeah, it's, it doesn't take very much to go through the races. They're all probably like five minutes long. Maybe a little bit longer, definitely less than 10 minutes. But visuals and such uh, look excellent. You can pre-order the game through there and, uh, you know, have, have a pretty decent time. So with that all being said, the thing I was actually wondering about even today as I was on the train, which gives me about an hour of <laughs> alone time to think about various things. Okay. But... Uh, as cool as it is, I don't think I'm going to order it. I don't think I'm going to get it. Hmm. I enjoy the demo, but to pay $60, I don't know. I don't think I would get it. Uh, if it's maybe half price, I might pick it up on kind of an impulse. I mean, to this day, two years later, I still haven't gotten four to five, and I really don't have any compulsions to purchase it. Right. Or any real desire to get it. Well, there's no reason to now. It's six out. I mean, yeah, exactly. In my opinion. Absolutely. So, I mean, if you're into racing or whatever, and you know it's going to be every couple of years, because it seems like they're on that real sim racing and then arcade racing the next year type of thing, you know you're going to get two good years. I think that time where it was like Forza 2, Forza 3, Forza 4 were all kind of bunched real close. I don't know if those were two-year gaps, but it almost seemed like there might have been like a year between. And that's just so much play, you know, like so much time put in to unlock a bunch of cars and then the next season, you know, the next game come out and be like, start all over. And you're just like, ugh, you know, with all the DLC. Because I think with Forza 4, I I got the season pass and it was just like this crazy amount of DLC and is and then it was like well okay the DLC's done but we're going to continue to put out car packs and they were expensive and right. I mean it was all over the place but and for the Forza for the regular Forza franchise it, it's pretty much like Horizon isn't it where the DLC really just gives you cars right yeah I mean you really don't get extra like tracks or whatever what was that uh, racing game? Uh, cr- a crash? No, Burnout. Burnout Paradise. Burnout Paradise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where they gave you like that whole island, didn't they? Yeah, there was an island on there, yeah. And it was oh. interesting because like when you were playing with people, yeah. they could drive to the island, but if you didn't have it, like you couldn't get past the bridge. Yeah. 
So, That's right. But yeah. Although there was something that Forza Horizon gave you. It was uh, that storm something. No, sure. Remember that one? I did not play the uh, Forza Horizon. Stor- was it Storm Island? Storm something? I'm not sure. I mean, I've played them, but I don't. I don't own yeah. any of the Forza Horizon games. Yeah, that was It'd Forza be nice Horizon. to have. Uh, maybe the first one or the second one come up for uh, games for gold, which would be pretty kind of nice. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But, but uh, yeah, so I, I don't think I'd probably pick this up anytime soon, even though it is a fine, fine game. But for my taste, I prefer Horizon. If Forza Horizon 3 was to be announced, I would pick that up without a second thought. But just for me, uh, Forza is, you know, it's a little too serious. Too serious. I, I prefer. It's a sim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Absolutely. Well, anything, and then, anything else? Yes. Right. Lastly, probably the only other thing I really want to talk about is I picked up Dishonored Definitive Edition. Good call. Good call. So this was the game that they had. So Dishonored was games with gold on the 360 within like the last year, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. About a year, year and a half ago. I thought it was within this year. I thought it was sometime in 2015. But yeah, yeah you're, maybe. You're right. You're right. Actually, this games was, with, yeah, yeah. This was so, a definitive edition, so it was the game and all the DLC remastered. Yes. Yeah. So you know, it's a game that was originally on the 360. I've had the regular 360 version for a long time. I've never played it. Me either. Never I'm even gonna... started it. Right. Same here. So then they had Dishonored Definitive Edition on the Xbox One, which was forty dollars, and if you had the 360 version. At least this is my understanding. It was half price for twenty. So I figured, hey, why not? It looks like an interesting enough game, and I was really surprised. I didn't know much about this game. I don't know if I can even classify it. Still, it is. It's like a very strange. It's a stealth genre type of thing. It's it's kind of like a mix of. Some steampunk, some like turn of the century. It's a deus, little. It's a Deus Ex slash Thief slash Bioshock. That's kind easiest, of. It's the easiest way to put it. it. It's it's a stealth action yeah, game yeah. with you know. You have powers because you're visited by yep. a certain person. So, but uh, yeah, yeah. So you go through and uh, you're basically the, what, the queen or I forget what, empress. Um, You're her protector. You come back from a mission and then you get dishonored. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You basically get framed for her, um, for something that happens to her. I don't want to give away too much. Oh, it's it's a year and a half, two year old game. Yeah, we're way past spoiler points. Yeah, okay. that's true. She dies at the true. beginning. Her daughter gets yeah, she, kidnapped. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you got a very good point. So, and if uh, if you didn't know any of that, Brun just spoiled it for yeah. you. Good job, Brun. It's, 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 it's the first five minutes yeah. of the game. No, it is. Now don't 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 is. tell the end of it. How about that? I'm not at the end yet. So I mean, no, I'm yeah, me either. But uh, but uh, this game is it's it's awesome. I look forward to playing it and it's been such a long time. I don't think I've 
had uh, a game that I've enjoyed this much since really like Tomb Raider or one of the Wolfensteins. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I really like it. At first, I was thinking that it was almost too overwhelming because it was, uh, it was like almost too much. Like you could go through and you can do stealth and or you could use your weapons and then all of a sudden you have these powers like you can teleport yourself and yeah, this like, you know, almost like you can see through walls and uh, you can possess rats and animals. You can possess people. It, it was almost overwhelming. And that's kind of a turnoff for me in the game a little bit because I don't know. I just maybe it comes with age. I'm just not. I just don't want to learn things sometimes. But I stuck with it, <laughs> yeah. and it, it's really good. It's really good, and I got pretty good now where I can sneak up on a guard. I go and I teleport right behind him mm-hmm. when he's looking a certain way, and I go in there and I put him like in a chokehold or sleeper hold. Yeah, you know, get him and throw them off in a corner and proceed on to the next spot. It's, it's really well done. And now how do I feel about the definitive edition versus I could have played it as is on Xbox. Um, even though the game's pretty much the same with the game being as good, good as it is, I have no problems that I just spent 20 bucks. Yeah, me either. You get all the, the DLC. It's, yeah, oh, that too, so, that too. Yeah. So uh, just like the definitive edition for Tomb Raider, where here I was, you know, rebuying this thing again, basically, and I had no problems with it because the game was that good and I had that much fun. The Sound Definitive Edition, for me at least, is the same way. Top-notch game, love it, highly recommended. Yeah. So that's my thing. How about you, Brun? All right, well, I played some Rocket League. All right, that's done. And I played Dishonored <laughs> Definitive Edition. I was pl- playing the same game, did the same thing. Um, yeah. So, you know, some of the things in the game that when I first was playing it is I don't like, okay, so you hit B to enter stealth mode. You know, you kind of okay. squat down yep. and yep. turn your that's knife right. around and stuff like that. I yes. kind of wish there was like uh, the lean is kind of weird to me, hold Y and lean out. Yeah, yeah. I wish there was like a snap to cover. Oh, where you like snap, snap to, to the a wall, corner of a wall, things like that. Think things that you get in like a Deus Ex or a Thief. Um, okay, I think that was really the only thing that I first kind of noticed because I like those types of games. I like stealth action games. I, I mean, I have Deus Ex on multiple, you know, console and PC. I have Hitman console and PC. I know Hitman's a little different, but Thief. I've played all the Thieves. Um, I haven't beaten four, but you know, it's it, it's a little bit of a disappointment. Uh, but I really do like the game, and and I like how there's a ton of replayability in this. If you if you go and beat it, you can go back and completely play it different. And I guess you you know you'll get a different ending uh, as it's been mentioned. But you know I'm gonna have to beat it and then go to YouTube and watch all the other endings. I'm not going to play it um, multiple times. Um, I do want to play it because the second that I saw the trailer for the second one during E3. And I was just like, okay, I have to get this because I want to play that game. And now the thing is, is like, after I beat this, then I'm going to go back and watch the trailer so I can kind of understand a little bit more. Um, Because in the trailer, there's a female, I can't remember what her name is, but I'm wondering if it's, um, 
if it was Emily or not. Oh, the girl? That's the girl. And and that's the thing is I don't want to watch it now. I don't want anybody to tell me. I want to beat the game and then I want to come back and watch it. Oh, um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very interested in that. So wh- where are you exactly in the game? I'm trying to go through and get all the side quests. Okay, so... So those things are really slowing me down. Yeah, and... see, I, I did that for the first couple missions. I, I did it here and there. And then I, you know, I kind of found out because I was researching a couple of things. Um... I did find out like, like the grandma, uh, granny, the granny lady. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. If you go and do her stuff, like you're doing some stuff that just causes you problems later. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because you go. Yeah, because I did all her stuff. Yeah, you go and you poison that drink, and then yeah, everybody gets sick, and they're all walking around like zombie people. But if you don't go do that then you don't have those guys around. Then you don't have to do a certain mission for the guy. To, I mean, there's just a bunch of things. But uh, where, where, I mean, what's your, what is, where are you at now exactly? I mean, So I finished all the grandma stuff. Well, grandma Rags, I think yeah, was her name. Yeah. So I did all that stuff, and then I went through, and um, I just, there's that one main guy where I poisoned him and I saved another guy. Okay. And then I got back to the pub. Okay. That's where I, that's where I saved it. All right. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm much further than you are then. Okay. So, but, uh, I, I, that's what over the weekend, that's when I did have time to sit down and play. I actually said, I was like, "Ah, I'm going to play for about an hour or so. And this is like 10 o'clock and you know, one o'clock rolls around. Yeah, that catches up on you. Yeah, because I'm really enjoying it. I'm really liking it. I can't really, like I said, I wish there was a Snap 2 thing, um, but I do like the mix of the powers. And and I'm not, uh, because, like, you can go to the extreme and, like, get the achievements for, like, not killing anybody, which is, like, I guess really hard to do. Um, But I find all the things on each level. Yeah, and, and I'm playing on normal. You know, but the main thing is I'm just looking for the story. I'm just looking to beat it because, like I said, I want to play that, play that second one, and I'm kind of trying to get this in before other games come out because I am now going to be doing Destiny, and then um, we'll talk about the other game that I can't wait for here in a second. But uh, that's basically what I played. So. And now that I think about it, doing all those side missions that kills a lot of time. Yeah, it does. Because some of that stuff for Granny Rags, like getting into, so you you didn't do anything with the uh, spoiling the the whiskey. No, I did that. I did all her first you did stuff. That? But after that, yeah. like I haven't really went back to her because I know like you can go back to her and and do a couple other things. But uh, okay, I've kind of been like speed. Run- I don't want to say speed running it, but I've been just kind of like, you know, Efficient. okay, I don't need to go do this because I'll just shoot the guy. <laughs> you know, type yeah. Of thing. But uh, yeah, you'll you'll have some some of the ones coming up is actually really fun. The last mission I did was really fun. It has to deal with the party, but you'll you'll find out. Okay. Um. But yeah, that's it. Okay. Excellent. So, all right. So uh, we have two or three topics. Uh, I guess four topics for uh, roundtable. But before we get there, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/thisxboxlife to become a patron, or you can go to TwitchAlerts.com/slash. Uh, donate slash this Xbox Life to leave a tip. So it's just a couple ways to support the show if you like what you hear or like what you see. 
Um, we appreciate it. And round table time. So I have a couple things here. I don't know as much of a round table uh, discussion, maybe except for the last one. The other ones are kind of quick hitting news. I want to see what you thought type of things. But um, the first one is a game that I am now like super wanting, like ASAP. <laughs> I want it really, really bad. And uh, the Halo 5 opening cinematic was was released. Did you watch it? Yeah, I, I saw about half of it. Half of it. Yeah. Why did you not watch? Because I was somewhere where I wasn't supposed to be watching that. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, okay. Well, you you need to. Oh my gosh, you watched half of it. Yeah. <sighs> okay. And it's back. not very long. It's just what a couple minutes. Yeah, yeah. You. I mean, I'm just teasing with you, but yes, you yeah. have to. You have to go and watch the whole thing. Um, it is Spartan Locke and his team. Um, and they're dropping onto a planet to go get Dr. Halsey. If people don't know who Dr. Halsey is, go read the first book. Um, you've seen her in previous Halos. The one thing I'm a little confused about is how she got captured again. Because most people probably remember that you go and save, or you go and meet Dr. Halsey in one of the previous Halo games. Um, I can't remember if you save her or if you just show up. Well, you show up and get something from her, which is Cortana. Mm -hmm. And um, so that is what's going on there. But I'm just like, ah, she's in more trouble and you got to go help her and this and that. Um, But uh, you go and you see them do a bunch of cool stuff. And one thing about that is... I keep saying, like, my first thing is when I watch, I'm like, okay, these are Spartan 3s. This is the Spartan Locks team, Spartan 3s. Um, if people don't know, like, Spartan 3s are, like, smaller, um, quicker reprodu- quicker produced Spartans, if you want to say. Uh, they needed a way to create more Spartans faster for the war, so the Spartan 3 program, uh, which, you know, came from the Spartan 2 program, which Dr. Halsey was... Uh, involved in which is who um hey, all right uh, uh spartan 2 program is master chief he's a spartan 2 and his team um which i'm anxious to see his team because i heard his team is in the game and i'm wondering you know if 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 it's the team from the books like i think there's arthur and there's so many names to remember but um and and kelly because i remember kelly's like the fastest spartan Two, but the Spartan twos are much larger, much stronger, uh, genetically enhanced uh, humans. Right. I'd say, but uh, that's why our t- total is where's Master Chief? Because I want we've seen all these things and and it's all this and that. And it's like I want to see Master Chief. I want to see him do something completely cool. And I really don't think they're going to show us. I think they're going to keep it all the way up to to the game. So. Oh yeah. And what? the cinematic uh, that they had initially, I mean, it wasn't game quality, but the one thing that it really reminded me of was that, uh, remember that movie from like 10, 15 years ago called Final Fantasy? Yeah. Yeah, it the, just, one, the one they always talked about, like, oh my gosh, this took like four servers just to render this person's hair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about. <laughs> and it really reminded me of that just, 
the look of the people, like their skin and, and how they moved around. But, you know, what's interesting is like, here we are today, 2015, we're almost able to do that real time yeah. on a console, let alone a huge server farm. And uh, uh, the gameplay looks pretty good. Yeah, I'm I'm a lot super, of stuff going on. Yeah, I'm super excited because you know it's it's coming up in the end of October. Yeah, and uh, it's so just like you know, less than two months. Yeah, they're ramping up, and I'm I'm just like getting to that point where I'm like, I can't wait, I can't wait. So because that is you know one of my most anticipated games. So um, I'm very excited. So. Oh yeah. Uh, but that was the first thing. Uh, the second thing is, uh, did you know that there's a new Xbox One bundle? Yes. Okay. Did you read up about it? Uh, a little bit. Okay. Do you want to go over what you've read and what you know about it? or? Yeah, it's uh, so it's a new Xbox One bundle. It's $500, comes with an Elite controller, and I think an SSD. Was that, was that it? It's was one of the right? hybrid drives. Oh, that's right. So it's got a certain amount of flash memory on it. It's small SSD mm-hmm. plus a regular physical spinning drive, which um, I've got one of those in my work, one of my work laptops. And that actually does make a fair difference. It's not quite SSD speed, but yeah, um, it's nice. Yeah. So what I've, what I've read and what I've heard about it is it's a full terabyte. So yeah, you get the console. Uh, okay. I don't think it comes with Connect. No, it does yeah. not. So it's the full console Elite controller, which the controller is 150 in itself. I was about to say it comes with something better than Connect. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, who said that? But uh, you know the terabyte drive. Uh, they haven't told or released what the split is between between the SSD portion and the normal drive. Um, but yeah, I is, wouldn't expect it to be very much. Yeah, it's going to be pretty small. I would expect. I, like, I would say anywhere probably between sixty-four to one twenty. No, I. Oh, you think ten? I'll, you think it's the ten to? I 20 think it would be less. School? Okay, because I know when they first came out, it was like ten to twenty gig was like the SSD portion, but I figured they're going to put enough in there to where they're going to fit the operating system on it. Yep, and supposedly your most most accessed content will be shifted over and moved because it comes with software basically that's managing your content. Correct. So if you do nothing but play Call of Duty, let's say, well Call of Duty is going to be running off the SSD and Halo will be running off the normal the normal hard drive. And they say they they get about 20 I think 20% faster uh like boot up and response um, from the content that's on the SSD, which is pretty similar to any SSD. If if nobody, has, if you guys don't have SSD drives in your computers, um, go buy one and and, yeah. and check that out. I mean, especially if you've got Windows Ten. Oh my gosh, I, my laptop, which has a whole bunch of software on it, because yeah. when it's just Windows on a machine, it always boots fast. Doesn't matter what it is, right? But as soon as you start loading up all the programs I use all the time, then it slows down. From when I power it on, my system takes about four seconds to get to the login screen. <laughs> That's all I was getting ready to say. Mine, I have a laptop. Mine's pretty empty. It's got the fresh install of Windows 10 on it. 
and it's SSD, and it's three seconds to the login screen. Yeah. And then when it's I and when I log in and hit enter, it's two seconds and it's fully booted. <laughs> yep, yep. But I don't have a lot of software. You know, obviously a lot of things kick up under there. Um, yeah. Once once you load all that stuff on, it'll maybe add another second. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Who can stand that? Right. Come on. So, second. So the console the console's five hundred. Dollars. Yeah, five hundred dollars. What do you What do you think about What do you think about the price? Um, I mean, just looking at the price alone, it's pretty high. But for what you get, it's probably a pretty good deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, or it's a value. Yeah, I mean, typically a console with a controller is three fifty now. Um, the terabytes, I think, are four hundred. And yeah. and that controller is one fifty. So I mean, you're basically probably saving fifty. You know, saving fifty bucks if you if you think about it that way. Right. Uh, you you know you're getting that. Um, I imagine once these see how these things go, but I imagine at some point in time they'll bundle a game with it. Yeah. So and, and or they'll have some promotion. Right. You know, I mean, I game. I went and I I pre ordered my Master Chief version of the. Uh, halo 5 controller and i actually canceled canceled that pre-order because i'm sitting there thinking i'm like okay i know within a couple months after i get this i'm gonna find it on sale or whatever so i'll just get it then yeah um but i really i really do like those elite the idea of the elite controllers but i'm not spending 150 dollars for a controller i mean i i wanted yeah. to from the at the very start i wanted to but the more you sit back and think about it i'm like man that's like two games and dlc and it's like i can play those games with the controller i already have um so it's just one of those things like i'll pick them up once once i have the need or feel that it's a it's a good a good purchase so i would really really hope that once it starts hitting retail that because 150 is list price i really hope that the prices kick down considerably i mean 99 I think's an instant buy for me. Yeah, uh, d- definitely for all this stuff. And the other thing is, is I really, it, I think this console and this package and stuff, it'd have been great to bundle for uh, Forza Six with it. And and the reason why I say is that controller is just looks like it's built for racing games, paddle shifting. I mean, all sorts of things. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, and it's true. also built for shooters because it's got the like. Basically, if you want to think of like a hair trigger, you can turn yeah. them off to r- respond quicker. Well, it's um, built for everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is really a nice controller. It is really a nice controller. Yeah. And there's a pretty good discussion about the controller on the Facebook group. Did you would you see that uh, from a couple days ago? No, I have not. Do yeah, have? where uh, one of our forum members and listeners uh, got to try it, and they just loved it. So it was phenomenal. They didn't want to put it down. All right. Uh, question for you. Yeah. If you have a USB hard drive enclosure, can you yes. remove the SATA drive and put an SSD drive? Or would you have to go get like a USB 3.0 SSD drive? Do they have those? They have external, oh, they have external SSD drives? Sure. Okay. A drive is basically a drive as long as the interface is the same. Right. Like if we're talking something that's going to be used externally for the Xbox, mm-hmm. you just want it to be USB 3, and right. then you just don't want it to be a slow 
uh, SATA because there's a couple of different versions right. of that. So you just want it to be as fast as possible all the way. Yeah, so, so I mean, because what it is, we have, we have a question, and, and the question is, you know, they have a USB hard drive enclosure that allows them uh, to add or remove SATA drives for their Xbox. Uh, yep. Can they put an SSD into that? I guess you would have to look Absolutely. at the enclosure that you have and make sure that it supports. Well, it's if it's SATA, then it doesn't matter as long as it's a SATA SSD. Yeah, with the enclosures, you're probably looking at um, two, actually, or maybe a couple more different sizes. So your normal desktop drives are three and a half inch. Laptop ones are two and a half inch. And then there's different heights for those. Right. There's well, like, what, 7 millimeter, 9 millimeter. I forget exactly what they are. Yeah. What's, and what's so, internal SATA or internal SSD? What do they connect to? It's just a normal, just normal SATA, SATA connection. Right. Is our, yeah, yeah, normal, uh, you know, the one little connector with that little L yeah. shape. Yeah. End of it, yeah. Do you lose... That's obviously, I forget what is that, like a six, would the transfer rates on them are like usually like six, whatever, a second. Yeah. Do you lose, is USB 3.0 fast enough to transfer that? I believe so. Okay. Because that, that would be the only thing yeah. I would say is if you, um, if you would do that and put a SATA drive into one of those external enclosures to allow you to swap them. Make sure that your USB three is not going to be what limits you in your speed, because right. you know you put this fast drive into it, but it doesn't go any faster than a normal hard drive. And the reason why is yeah. the three point uh, the, the the USB three because you know it's the USB C, the new the new C connector type yeah. USB mm-hmm. that's coming out. That's just, just like amazingly blazing speed. I think it's faster than a lightning connector. Yeah, it could be. Or whatever those connectors are, the Apple. What's the Apple connection yeah. that they... Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt, yeah. I think those USB-Cs are faster than the Thunderbolt. So, But uh, I know we we, di- we digress. We're, we're going into hardware, but yeah, that was a question uh, asked. Um, <laughs> uh, so, but uh, I'm looking at uh, trying not to address things in front of me, but... Uh, um, all right. Very cool. But did, uh, what, I mean, do you think it's a good buy? I, I, I can't remember. What For the saying. system? Well, yeah. Yeah. if let's say money was no object or let's say if, if it wasn't of prime importance and I was going to get an Xbox and I wanted to do it right, I could see myself getting that if I was just going to jump into the Xbox one at this point. Because you get a fair amount of hard drive space, which I still, it still isn't quite enough. You, you'll probably still expand. Yeah, I'm, I'm way, I'm still, but, I'm well over a terabyte already. So yeah, so yeah, I finally uh, hit twenty. I think twenty six percent on my four terabyte. Yeah. So yeah, I got a I hit four that terabyte. with Forza actually. I have a four terabyte as well. And and that's the one thing is like I could see myself if I got that, then I would feel that I would have to put like my most played games on that hard drive. And now all of a sudden I'm just managing things here and there. We're like right now yeah. just like everything goes on the four terabytes. 
I, d- I don't have to worry well, about it. To me, I, I feel like I would be more going after the Halo 5 Collector's Edition uh, console more than I would the Elite. Because really, to me, the Elite, the big thing about the Elite that I like is the controller. And that's it. I, I really would prefer like a just another console like I have, but like I said, the Halo one or something like that. Right. So. So I mean, jumping into a console, if I wanted everything new, if I was doing it right now, I would probably get it. If I was looking to save money, I'd probably get a used console from Cowboom or something for 200 bucks. <laughs> get my own external for a terabyte, which I think I got mine at Amazon for like 120. That's what I, yeah, mine was like that too. And then you just get the, um, you get the Elite controller when it goes on sale. I'm imagining it'll probably be 129 readily available, at least I would hope. Right. Or Costco has it for a little bit of a discount. Right. Something, but yeah. Cool. Uh, uh, real quick, I was just going to run. Oh, better pause this before it plays. Stop. Uh-oh, I hit the button. It's going to play. Okay, I stopped it. <laughs> um. <laughs> Is that IGN or something? Yeah. Oh, it's still. Oh, there it goes. It just. I hit it. Those things are so annoying. Still wants to do it every time. All right. uh, So I got the deals for gold. Um, You guys didn't go over deals for gold uh, last week, I do not think. Did you? Oh, these are new. Right. These just started like two days ago. Yeah, it says. Yeah. So uh, you got Xbox One, you got EA Sports, uh, PGA Tour. Uh, is 33% off. Boy, that's really weird seeing that game's only two weeks old and they're already selling it for 33% off. I see it hitting the EA vault really soon. <laughs> uh, hey, Life- don't don't they have something on EA Access this weekend? Isn't there a game that's fr- uh, free for the weekend? Mm. Maybe I confused it. I want to say yes, but I can't remember what it is. Maybe somebody in our chat will, will pop I thought it was a sports game or something. Okay, so, anyway. Life uh, Life is Strange, 50%. Life is Strange Season Pass. Episodes 2 through 5 is 20% off. Uh, and this Life is, is supposed to be actually pretty decent. Yeah. Well, the complete season is 20%. You got Odd World, New and Tasty's 33%. Stealth Inc. 2, A Game of Clones is 50 The Swappers, 33%. Badland, uh, Game of the Year is 50 Um and these are 50% off. Um, oh, Evolve is the game I think you're thinking of. That's free. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, that's right. Thank you, guys. Um, Stick It to the Man is 67% off. Worms Battlegrounds. And, and that 50. game, Stick It to the Man, yeah. one of the strangest games I've ever played. And it's actually decent. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine, I think it was like 10 bucks or something. So for uh, just a couple of bucks, I think it's worth it. Again, really strange. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Worms Battlegrounds 50, LA Cops is 50% off, The Scapist is 40% off. Uh, oh boy, what's that? Ziggurat? Ziggurat. Ziggurat is 50, and Ultratron is 50% off. So, yeah, I always want to say Ultron when I yeah, look at Yeah, I that. know, that's what I had to stop and, like, well, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, on the 360, these are all Gears of War 3. Um, it looks like the Horde Command Pack. Rams Shadow, Phoenix Rising, Forces of Nature, they're all 50% off. Uh, Diablo 3 Reaper of Souls is 50% off. Completely worth it, but that is on the 360. Um, 
Life is Strange, again, they're 50% and 20%. Grid 2, 60%. And the Grid 2 all-in pack is 60%. So, but, uh, yeah. There's that a couple is, of decent things in there. Yeah. Go, uh, you know, obviously you can go to xbox.com or check on your Xbox itself to see all the deals, but uh, just wanted to get those out there. And everybody's already familiar with the, what the games for gold are for uh, September because I think you guys talked about yeah, I think we time. talked about that last week or maybe we should just refresh them real quick because it, it's a quick easy thing to talk about yeah go for it oh now I gotta look it up because oh. I don't remember what they were <laughs> um, well I believe it is um, yeah, I Tomb- just pulled it up yeah I was gonna say so Tomb Raider Definitive Edition yep for the Xbox One and that is in the second half yep of the month so that's September September 16th through October 15th. Yeah, it's going for a whole month. It's starting in the second half of the month and going for the whole month. Yeah. So. And then uh, the game that we got starting the first was Deer God. Yes, Deer God. Yep. And not like D-E-A-R God, but Deer like the animal. Yep. So I... I oh, my gosh. Oh, stop me? it, man. I'm just... I open up an article and just everything has to play. And, I that think was, and that to, was hidden. That was a hidden thing. It pops open and just starts playing. I think we need to do something like put some kind of flash or HTML blocker. Oh my gosh! On, on it's IGN. so annoying. Well, this is an IGN. This is Forbes. But okay, continue. Oh, okay. <laughs> so those were the ones for the Xbox One for the 360 Battle Stations Pacific. Yes, um, was for the first half of the month, and Crisis Three was the second half of the month. So some decent titles, although yep. I don't know much about what uh, the Deer God is about. I haven't looked into that one yet. All right. So the last thing here I have, we always we, we come back around to this every so often, and because there's always just something that comes out that's even more stupid i guess if you want to say um but it has <laughs> to deal with it has to deal with pre-orders like pre-orders just ruin everything like you used to have to pre-order a game to guarantee your copy you know because there was no digital you know it's like hey right. my, I, I got a pre-order so the store that i buy my games from has one for me the night of release or the day of release it was like yep. the thing you did yeah and it's then, putting a hold on a physical copy right and then, you know, you go you go and you look at then everybody started to pre-order like offer it. So like it was games uh EB Games or Games uh GameStop. And then uh like Best Buy started doing it. And then, you know, Target started doing it. Walmart started doing it. So everybody started doing it. So then it started getting to okay, what do we do to get people to pre-order here? Because if they pre-order here, then we can get them in the store and hopefully sell them on the guides and this and that, right? So, like, okay, now there's pre-order bonuses. So, if you pre-order with us, you get this gun skin. If you pre-order with from them, you get a gun skin. You know, it's like, so they started right. doing all these. So, the the most recent one here is with, and I'm disappointed it's in a game that I like, but it's with uh, the new Deus Ex game. Uh, okay. Which is uh, man, uh, mankind divided, um, basically from the second game after Human Revolution. 
So their pre-order campaign is called Augment Your Pre-Order. Uh, it features a tiered system that actually forces consumers to make a choice about which kind of crap <laughs> I'm reading this <laughs> word for word. Yes. Um, they want bundled with their game at launch. So not only are you paying extra to move up the ranks of the ladder, as it were, but each rung you have to make a choice about which items you uh, leave behind. So oh, as, okay. as you, as, uh, okay, so if just you and I pre-order, it's tier one. We get to choose between skin packs uh, and arms loadouts uh, for the game, right? But let's Thumbs say, down. you know, say, but say we're the only two that pre-order. We, we're not going to move up. Nobody moves up in a tier. We don't get anything. But, you know, with our vast audience that we have that watch and listen to our show, they start to pre-order. So now we're moving up to tier two. So more and more people pre-order. Now we get to tier two. Now we get to choose between a digital art book or a soundtrack sampler. That's tier two. Okay. Both of those are trash. Right. And, and, and the thing is, I don't know if you make it to tier two, if you get your tier one and your tier two. I'm hoping, hoping that's probably the way. I, I didn't really see the answer to that. Wait, wait. Um, how do you get to the next tier? More, it's based on the number of people that pre-order the game. Okay. So I, I follow. You know. Okay. So tier three finally uh, lets you uh, let your mind reset and just gives you an extra in-game mission. So mm-hmm. if enough people pre-order, everybody gets another in-game mission. Okay. Here's my opinion on this extra mission. Okay. Even though I don't know anything about it. Yeah. If it was actually worth anything, it would have been in the game. So basically, it's probably trash. Right. Okay. And just to let you know, it's probably already on the disc. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's already there. Um, and then Tier 4, if you make it to Tier 4, enough people pre-order. Tier 4 comes in and lets you choose one more time uh, between a digital comic book and a novella, which I don't know what a novella is. Forgive me. Isn't that a sh- small book, kind of? Like a short story or something? Um... Just say yes. Yeah, it's yeah, digital. <laughs> yeah, it's a digital book. I'm so sorry. Okay, so now there's a tier five. Wait, isn't novella? Isn't that that hazelnut spread? I don't. That's not Nutella or whatever. <laughs> but okay. Yeah. Um, right. So. A kid. A kid. So okay, the final tier, the last thing. If enough people pre-order this game, they are going to just release the game four days early. So instead of coming out on the Tuesday, it's going to release on the Friday. But only if enough people pre-order. Okay. That, that's that's the fifth tier. Now, the thing I heard about this, and I, I listen to other podcasts or whatever, is this: it, it, all this stuff is just fake. Like, if you pre-order the game, like, two people could pre-order the game and they're going to do this. Because there is no way that those guys as a company are going to come out and say, sorry guys, our game wasn't popular enough to hit tier 5 with our pre-orders. Nobody's going to come out and make their game look bad, right? You're not going right. to, it's like, it's like building a product and saying, well, it's kind of good because only two people bought it. No, you're going to say, oh no, it's fantastic, I've had... You know, plenty of sales. Well, what's plenty? I'm not going to tell you that, even though it's two. But two is plenty, right? 
Yeah. You know what I mean? If I come out and say, oh, I've only sold two of them, it's really just not worth your money. They're not going to say that. They're going to say, oh, I've sold so many that, you know, this happened. So to make their game look popular enough for people who didn't pre-order to go buy it, is they're going to say, well, yeah, we hit tier five, like, on day one. You know, we're releasing this game early because it was, you know, so many people wanted to pre-order it because it's such a fantastic game, you know, you know, we had to, we hit tier five. There was just, I mean, we should have put 10 tiers because we would have hit all 10. You know, that's how they need to talk up their game to get to that point. So it's just like they do all these things and it's just like all made, it's it's just made up to, to make them, to make them look good type of thing. But, and, yeah. and a lot of people are, they're criticizing them kind of big time on this because it's just like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, why are you, why are you doing this? you know what what's what's the deal and then to me it's it's a marketing it's marketing yeah but um i mean they got written up in forbes of all places right and that's the other thing it's like forbes picked up on it and they're saying (laughs) the title of their is thing is has the worst pre-order bonus structure of all time that's the article so you know you might be doing this as marketing saying oh we've done this and done this but really you're getting negative press right now because you're a pre-order, and it has nothing to do with your game. But if yep. you go off and you just tick everybody off, you know, to, to do this, it's like, well, if I pre-order the game, I'm not going to get all that stuff because, you know, are you going to, you're telling me I'm not going to get it all even though I pre-ordered? So you may or may not give it to me. I'll forget it. I'll just either not buy it, I'll get it when it's on sale, or, I'm, you know, I'll just, you know, download it. Yeah. But the other thing is, is like, pre-order bonuses, like, don't make any more Like, in a digital world... The only reason to pre-order is to pre-download, and I think that's what you said last. I think it was last week you said that. Yeah, it's like that's the only reason to do it. There's no point. There's no point in pre-ordering other yeah. than to download it early. Well, that's that's right because I think I was talking about Command and Conquer with that when this is going back. Whoa, maybe 15 years ago when one of the new Command and Conquer games came out. I was looking all over for it on release day. I couldn't find it anywhere. And that's when it made sense. Right. I mean, it's one thing to be able to play it like immediately at midnight. I mean, that's cool and all, you know, when you would go out in front of the GameStop or the EB and uh, get your game at midnight and you go home and play it and <laughs> you call it sick for work the next day. Right. That day. I mean, that's all well and good, but there was a huge problem of where stores would sell out because mm-hmm. they wouldn't have enough copies. And that, that stunk because back in those days, if you didn't get it on launch and if everywhere sold out, it was sometimes weeks before you could right. find it again. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have that problem anymore. Right. Yeah. And, and, yeah, exactly. And and the thing is about this game is, like I said, I like, I like human revolution. I haven't beat, I I'm still, I'm going back and replaying. I'm playing on my PC now though. Um, after I get done with Dishonored, I'll have to get back to it. But I really do like those games. I love stealth action games. Um, yeah, they're like yeah, they're it's fun. like one of my favorite genres altogether. Oh, and, for sure. And I've played Deus Ex from the very beginning, like the very first one. Yeah, I remember and, that. Yeah, yeah, so cool because at the end you got to make a choice. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, which is I think one of the first games I ever played that made you make a choice at the end, gave you two different right. endings. Um, but uh, like, and I definitely want to play this game. You know. Depending on what I'm playing, or you know, uh, if I'm in this point where I'm ready to get something, I'll probably pick it up. You know, it's are you going to pre-order? 
but I'm not. No, I'm not going to pre-order because I don't know when I'll be ready to play it. Uh, that was the thing about the uh, Human Revolution. I bought it right off the bat, and I still haven't really got to sit down and play it. Um, but the funny thing is, I'm playing it on my PC, like I said, because um, you know it was like a dollar ninety nine or something like that, and I think it was even free on Games for Gold. So it was just like you know, I purchased it, and never got through it, and it was almost like a waste of of my money. And that's the reason why I don't I don't pre order anything really now, uh, pre order bonuses or not, uh, because I don't want to buy anything until I'm ready to play it. So I'm more like that's why I love digital, is because I can sit down on my at my I sit down on my console and say, you know what, I feel like playing something different. Let me see what's out there. Oh, I'll get this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I'm I'm spending my money like on the fly when I'm ready to play. Uh, because... I mean, there's a higher, there's a much higher degree of Im- impulse purchases yeah. with all digital because you can buy stuff whenever. But at the same time, it gives you that that freedom of buying things whenever and not having to worry about availability or where you're gonna find it right. or. You know, all that stuff that we used to have to deal with retail all the time. Do you, uh, did you, okay, you're liking Dishonored. Have you ever played Deus Ex? Yeah, I, I played the one, uh, I don't even know which one it was. It was the one that came out on uh, the 360 a couple human, of years. Human ago. Revolution. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, I like that one. It's okay. good. Okay, because I was going to tell you, if you like Dishonored and haven't played Deus Ex, it is like, I think it's. I think it's better in Dishonored. I mean, Dishonored has the magic powers, but here you're augmented. I mean, you're pretty much a yeah. kick butt guy as it is. Um, so, yeah, I just remember, like, you go. There was something about corporations, yeah. and then I remember going and hiding behind some boxes, trying to take out the security guards or whatever they were see and, and that's that's funny because like in dishonored you know i like to st- stealth around sneak around but i don't feel bad like shooting a guy with an arrow or, or walking up and stabbing oh, him the type crossbow of thing. Yeah, yeah with yeah. the crossbow um but yep. in deus ex it's like okay you have this choice of going stealth or just going flat out like guns blazing type of thing with you know all these assault rifles and this and that and i'm like i carry my pistol uh, oh, actually, I carry a stun gun, if you want to put it that way, right. and I stealth the whole thing. That's how I play that game. Like I don't really shoot to kill anybody. And that was uh, see the thing about the director's cut. Um, and I know Hawk, uh, you know Hawk's here watching us on our show, and I know he's played it multiple times. I don't know if he's played it prior to the director's cut when it first came out on the on the 360, um, because I chose stealth and I stealth through the whole thing. And the way the game was built was one company built the game, or one developer was building the game, and another developer built the boss fights. So you get to like the one of the very first bosses that you get. He's like this big, huge dude with a bunch of guns and stuff like that. You know, I'm stealthing, and I have no guns to shoot this guy with, to kill this guy. Right. So you basically had to trick him to go around these areas of the map where they had like explosive things. And, and the thing is like, then you would blow those up and that would damage him and kill him. And the other thing is, is I, when I was playing on the 360, I was going for the stealth achievement, which is kill nobody. And here the very first boss, you have to kill him. 
but I don't know if doing the way I did it, like, beat, did that or not, because I lost my save. And that's the other thing, I lost my save. That's why I had to start over, and now I'm playing on yeah. the PC. And I haven't even got back to that guy yet. So I'm, like, really early in the PC. But, mm. but back, to, back was, to pre-order bonuses. I mean, it, it's just... Wasn't uh, Deus Ex also, like, the history of that? Wasn't that done by one of the Ada guys? Like, John Romero or something? I don't know. I think the original one was from IDOS, was the company that made that one. Oh. And now it is um, Square Enix has that one. Square Enix has a lot of lot of properties. Like they, I mean, they do Hitman and... Are they Tomb Raider as well? Is Square Enix Tomb Raider? No. IDOS was. Oh, okay. So, but... Uh, uh, somebody answered my question about like if uh, bo- bosses don't count toward the toward the stealth thing, yeah, but uh, I'm playing on the now I'm playing on the PC and I'm playing strictly for the story just to get through it. So I don't even know. I think I'm still playing on normal, um, but I'm just trying to get through there to get to the end of the story because I want to play the next one. Same thing as Dishonored. So, but uh, yeah, yeah. This was uh, yeah Deus Ex. Sorry to keep going back. No, no, to... no, no, no. It was uh, the developer was Ion Storm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And I could have sworn that Ion Storm was um yeah, John it was founded by John Romero. Okay. John Romero and Tom Hall. Both from id Software. Hmm. Yeah. And by the way, if you like video games, which I'm sure all of our listeners do. Right. That one uh there's an audiobook Actually, a book and an audiobook. The audiobook's read by Will Wheaton on the history of Doom. Oh, okay. And that thing was actually pretty good. It talks about, you know, Carmack and Romero and, and all those guys. It's very entertaining. Yeah, as soon as I hear a book and uh, narrated by Will Wheaton, I always think Ready Player One. I'm actually listening. Will Wheaton. Yeah, Will Wheaton. Um, I'm watching or I'm listening to listening slash reading Ready Player One now. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good story. Oh, it's really good. And then yeah. the next next online, I got the Martian up next. So oh, that's really good too. <laughs> so I got multi. I got those done. I've been listening to the Zombie Fallout, the first two of those books, and then uh, also I want to go back and uh, listen to the Fall of Reach. So I wanted to do that before Halo, but I don't know if I'll get that far. Mm-hmm. But uh, and I want to make a quick mention about the Martian. So I. Don't ruin it for me. It's, no, no. It's been about a year now since I uh, I went through the audiobook. And it's very infrequent for me to just bust out laughing. Right. Like <laughs> in an audiobook. And this one does it. I mean, it's funny. Uh, I love the sense of humor in it. And uh, it's just done really well. Done really well. I'm... I'm I'm hoping for the best with the movie that's coming out. Is Matt Damon's uh, going to be in The Martian? I think it comes out later this year. Yeah, I'm hoping that it's good. But yeah. the uh, the book slash audio book, the unabridged. If I don't know if there's an abridged one or not, uh, it's phenomenal. If you listen to audiobooks, definitely check that out. And uh, I think Masters of Doom, I think was the id Software one, right, awesome. something like that. That's awesome. also really good. Definitely yeah. check that one out. Yeah, I'll have to look. I'll have to look that one up. So, yeah, if you like zombie books and stuff like that, uh, yeah, yeah. check out check out Zombie Fallout. My my buddy told me about it, and he says, you know, 
he said he says they're really you know he's like oh they're really good and and i got i think it, it, okay real quick before we move to to the community <laughs> get back into the yeah track is if you listen to audiobooks go to amazon find the book you want go to the kindle uh kindle version and then underneath the buy you'll see a checkbox that says add audio with with your purchase okay so like ready player one was two dollars or 99 cents or something like that on sale like one of the deals for of the day on amazon it or maybe it was the margin one of those two it was like 99 cents or dollar 99 and then you go over and it says add the audiobook for like four dollars and 20 cents so if you want to get the unabridged version of the martian by itself like on audible it's like thirty dollars and you can get the kindle version and the audible audiobook for five bucks it's the easiest way to buy you know audiobooks is is just to do it that way and that's what i've done with like all my stuff like zombie fallout i think i got the first one for like two dollars and fifty cents Oh wow! So it's really super cheap for you to get and listen to, and it's it's got it's got humor. It's the guy who reads it does a great job, and it, it's really good. So, but okay. all right. So uh, real quick, the pre-order bonus that was bad and K, bad and K, and you know hopefully they just enough is enough. And and I really the one thing that kind of bugs me is the feeling that I'm losing or not going to be able to get content to a game because I didn't buy it somewhere. And I didn't buy it when they wanted me to buy it. I just don't like that. I don't like that feeling. So, did we talk about the uh, collector's edition of ASX? No. So, so Brun had mentioned the tier one, two, three, four, five, mm-hmm. with tiers one through four giving you garbage. And then five giving you the game four days earlier. Whoop de doo. <laughs> right. Which is really nothing special anyway. I anyway. So you get that based on how many people pre order. Right. For a hundred and fifty dollars, you can get the collector's edition of the game. Which comes with all of that. So ninety dollars more. Going from sixty to one hundred and fifty, you can get the game plus three skin packs, plus a digital art book and a sound sampler, soundtrack sampler. You can get the extra in-game mission, which, if it was any good, it would have been in the game anyway. Right. And a digital comic book, which is probably PDF form and a big hassle to read, and a novella, which is a good hazelnut spread. Uh, and you get the game probably what four days in advance. Well, actually, you get a figurine as well. Yeah, okay. I was gonna say it has to come with something other than just what they could be giving away if enough people pre-order. Because, like I said, no matter how many people pre-order, they're automatically going to get you to tier five. Because there's yeah. no way they're going to say, "Oh, we only made it to tier one," and then people are going to be like, "Well, nobody wants your game." You know, it, it just yeah. makes you look bad. So I don't think they're going to be doing it. Yeah. But. And I, I want to make a comment on the comic book. And I'm just basing this on my personal experience because I saw the comic book that came with Tomb Raider. Right. And 
it was nice to have the comic book or to, I'm sorry, to be able to read the comic book and get the story. But the story had absolutely no value in the game. So it's just like a little story. It was honestly a time waster to read. And I would imagine that this comic book would be the same. It's sort of like, hey, Fred, we need a comic book. Can you whip one up? Sure. Give me 10 minutes. Right. And he nails the plot. So (laughs) for, yeah, 150 bucks, nine inch figurine plus the game plus all this other junk. Yay. Thanks. Um, real quick, before we do hit the community, I got one more thing. Um, All right. I forgot to mention in games uh, what we've been playing is yeah. uh, I downloaded the uh, the Call of Duty beta and played it. So yeah. I actually had some fun playing it. Uh, I don't think I'll buy it. Um, but, yeah, I had fun. I mean, it was actually kind of nice to go in and, and actually somewhat enjoy myself. I kind of, where, where it kind of lost me. And this just shows because I haven't really played a Call of Duty in such a long time. It's right. not the playing of the game. It's the all the stuff that, okay, the, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare was, you know, a couple classes and, like, th- guns you would unlock. And then it, they stacked on top of that. And it's like, okay, here's some classes and guns you unlock. And then, um, but then it's, like, some pieces for the gun. And then, you know, they stacked on top of that. And then they added perks. And, you know, it was just like... So, you know, this game here is, like, just this stuff stacked on top of all these Call of Duties, just adding and adding and adding and adding and adding. I was completely lost on what I was supposed to be doing. You know, like, other than going in and playing and and capturing the flag or doing this and doing that or killing the guys that's there, you know, I'd rank up and rank, you know, it's ranking up and then I'm like, okay, well, what am I supposed to do now? Oh, okay. Well, these all these guys are using different guns. So let me go look at the gun. I'm like, oh, okay. Do do I pick this or what? 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 I was just completely lost, and it's because I haven't played in a long time. It's nothing to do with right. the game, but I mean, maybe there's just too much stuff in there now, and it actually kind of got me to be like, mm, too much. You know, I'm way too far out of it. I'm not jumping into it now, and right. it kind of scared me away. I mean, that's unfortunate, because like I said, I had, I had a good time. Um, it was weird playing a good multiplayer game compared to Destiny, which I still think has horrible multiplayer. Um, but, uh, yeah. That's all. I had to say okay. that. forgot to mention right. that I did it. So, Let's all right. See. Community. If you'd like to look like you're a part of the community, go to cafepress.com slash thisxboxlife. T-shirts and all that fun stuff. Um, if you want to, so multiple ways to get a hold of us, uh, chat with us, give us things to do other than hang out with us while we're uh, streaming on Twitch, is to go to uh, thisxboxlife.com. You can leave us a voicemail by clicking send voicemail, follow the prompts, send us one, boom, we got it, we play it on the show, we answer your question. Uh, you can go to twitter.com slash thisxboxlife, tweet us, DM us. Uh, I'm also uh, bjswick33 on Twitter if you want to direct message me. Uh, but I also, I read both Twitter accounts. Um, Facebook is where most of the people are. Most of the discussions happen there. Uh, you can also ask us questions. Start up, start up. Uh, uh, I'd like to see a community roundtable topic that we could take and bring here on the show maybe next week. It'd be nice to see 
uh, people to get together or tack on to one that we had here. What do you guys think of pre-orders? What do you, um, what do you think about them and stuff? And then we could, you know, revisit, you know, kind of come back and do, uh, you know, maybe add a community roundtable section uh, to the to the show. I think that would be kind of cool to do. But that's facebook.com slash groups slash this Xbox life. It is a closed group, but we do accept. We just kind of make sure that we're accepting real people um, as best we can. Um, and let's see. Uh, you can obviously send us an email at contact at this Xbox life. Uh, you can send us messages on Xbox, um, you know, Xbox messages if you want. Uh, all of our gamer tags that we have here on the show are our gamer tags on uh, on Xbox. Oh yeah, and by the way, thanks guys. I had somebody walk up to me like, "Hey, I'm supposed to ask you for an invite to the <laughs> to the preview program." It was uh, somebody that actually works in my building. I, I see yeah. him. I see him every day. And he's like, hey, I'm listening to you right now. They told me to ask you for an invite. <laughs> so That's right. Like, You're oh. the go-to guy. Yeah, so um, I went out there and I was just like, all right, you know, um, I will. Uh, See, that's what happens sitting. when you miss an episode. Yeah. So um, I was like, let me let me go out there and, and, and do that. So uh, <laughs> that's that's what I did. Um but uh, all right, I think did I get through them all. Yeah, except for uh, what's what's coming out this week. So take so it away. This, all right, this week for Xbox One, we've got Super Toy Cars coming out tomorrow on Friday, and Broken Sword Five, The Serpent's Curse. Uh, for 360, uh, we don't have anything listed as coming out, so it looks like it's going to be a quiet week for that. And as always, who knows what Major Nelson's going to announce? Those little like indie small games, whatever you want to call them. There, there always seems to be a couple that come out every week that right. are always unknown until hey, it's available right now. So there you have it. Then uh, if you uh, Shop on Amazon. Make sure to go to thisxboxlife.com. Prior to going to Amazon, click on our affiliate link on the top right side of the front page, the big old Amazon logo. Click on that and uh, make your purchases through that link. That'll help support your favorite podcast. We get a teeny, tiny, itty-bitty, teensy-weensy little portion of the sale. And... um, it helps us out uh, with server costs, etc. And also, if you're on iTunes, make sure to give us a five-star review if you can. That'll help us uh, basically boost up in the ranks and become a featured show on iTunes. Okay. So I believe that's all for episode uh, 357. All right. Uh, somebody was real quick trying to put in... Um Global lifetime sales for uh, it looks like June fifteenth update, maybe. Yep, it's kind of weird. So PS four has got twenty four million, Xbox One's got thirteen million, and Wii U has nine point nine million. So ten million. nine, <laughs> nine. They have nine. <laughs> so uh, you and eight other people bought it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, ten million, thirteen million, and twenty four million. 
something like that. Okay. So crazy. I yeah, man, I'm wondering when uh, when CPDs come out because I'm curious on this month how well they did after uh, how Xbox did. Yeah. Afterwards. I don't know. Because I really do think I really do think they're going to probably start to close the gap probably this fall. I I believe. Um, I was talking to somebody at work, and I said that I believe that the gap between PS4 sales and and Xbox One sales will probably be under double digits, you know, after this coming holiday. Um, I mean, and it's still it's still a huge nine, you know, nine million is still a large large gap, but I think it's going to be knocked down because you know everybody already owns a PS4, <laughs> so, <laughs> but. Uh, you know, I yeah. really, I really see what they did at E3 and what they did at uh, GDC, or was it GDC? Or um, Gamescom. Gamescom, thank you, Gamescom. They just knocked those two out of the park, and it's like people gotta go buy. Like we, we already said it in our show. It's like, hey, now is the time to go buy an Xbox One. So, but uh, yeah, go buy anything you can buy. If you can afford both consoles, get them both. Be a gamer, have fun, enjoy That's life. Right. YOLO. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Game and be happy. Yes, be happy. Um, but that's all I got. Do you have anything else? No, sir. All that right. is all. I got a lot of noise in the background. Yes, you do. <laughs> so can you hear it? <laughs> yes, I can. All right. I'm trying to get done. So so it's my, we can't hold everything still. And that. one million listeners can hear it also. Yes. That is called a hairdryer, everybody. So, <laughs> oh, that's but, what it is. Yeah, my my wife's like, "Are you almost done? I have to dry my hair," and I'm just like, "We're we're almost done." So, but she just went ahead and started anyways. But uh, all right, guys, we will see everybody next week. I am Brun VJ Swick thirty three. I'm Rob also known as Prestar. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you all on episode three fifty eight yep. next Good. week. Good night. Good night.